WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey, with your host, Let's do it. Jerem and Tanner. All right. It's another edition of the WCB Podcast. It's Jerem. It's Tanner. What's up, bud? Nothing much, man. Just, you know, watching the end of the season happening right before our eyes. Getting a lot of L's in the that L column. <laughs> Feels good. And just in time to make the, the Hawks no playoff push, we have Noli back. What's up, buddy? She guys. Asked me to come back this week because I was a fantasy champion. You guys want to talk about that or? Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> not. <laughs> I wanted to text our fantasy, uh, our fantasy chat and just ask if it's getting boring that me and you were the only ones that win like every year. <laughs> like, I won one or two in there. <laughs> I win the president's trophy pretty often. <laughs> yeah, you're really good at that. Yeah, I'm like the Washington capital of our fantasy league. It's fucking annoying. Oh, yeah, but Nolan, it is great to have you back here talking some Blackhawks hockey, some talking some NHL, and you got some uh, little trivia you said you brought with us. So, uh, yeah, I I think we, me and you talked about it a while ago that I was saying how anytime I ever do come on, which it's been a while, that I want to bring some sort of Blackhawks trivia for you guys. So I got my first one. I'm going to need some time to think of the next one, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited about this one. I think it's going to be fun. Awesome. All right, well, since we last recorded, um, essentially more of the same. Blackhawks continue their their losing ways, but it's a lot better now because it's not overtime. They're not picking up points in this, and they're still pretty competitive, which Tanner, we've said all year, is what we want from this team. I mean, I just wanted L's. I think that them playing competitively has just been like the – it's been able – you've been able to watch the games because of that. It's been exactly as Blackhawks fans in the situation that we're in, exactly what we want. Games are fun, but they're losing in regulation. Like, what else yeah. could you ask for? And there's what six or seven games left, so we're almost to the end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We're in the home stretch, and we're back in the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it was like we got to watch some fun hockey where they won some games, and now when the getting get when it's getting going, it's it's perfect. <laughs> when the getting gets going, the going's getting getting. They're they're getting gone. <laughs> yeah. I I think out of all the Hawks losses in March, only two of them weren't like over or not overtime, um empty net goals making the score look a lot worse. I think almost every single game it was within one or two, and whoever they were playing put the empty net to make it look like it's a lot worse of a score, which is kind of crazy to me that that's been like that. Because the only blowouts were Colorado and Washington. Everything yeah. else has been fucking tight. Yeah, and the Hawks have gotten a few wins that are well, very surprising in there as well, which is crazy. I was going to say, you can't can't miss the blowout where they blew up the, the Boston Bruins. <laughs> they also smoked the Ottawa Senators out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was, what a wild time that was. <laughs> that was like, shit, why the fuck are you guys doing this? What's going on? Yeah, right. Uh, so the first game they had was against the Dallas Stars. Um, full... Oops. I did not watch any of these games this week again. Sorry. Anybody <laughs> feel free to jump in. Um, so the first one was against the Dallas Stars. So just looking at the score sheet here, I'm kind of questioning if this was a close game or not because the Stars went up 4 nothing, And Tyler Johnson made it 4-1 to in the third, halfway through the third. Um, do you remember watching this game at all, Tanner or Nolan? Any? 
I don't, I honestly, I think it as soon because we were recording and right after we were done recording, I did like stuff with like my wife and my son. <laughs> Why? I didn't watch this one. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But it's kind of funny to look at the stats and see that Staylock got a game must conduct. <laughs> oh, wait, is that because he got ran into, right? Was that what it was? And Razik had to come in. Yeah, because it, it's I was just looking at that and just being like, oh, the Hawks had 23 penalty minutes this game. OK, well, they only let up one power play goal. So that's nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he, he was. Yeah, he was losing it or something. Yeah, he got like, in the ref and he was like going off on the ref. And then he was like, oh, that's right. Ref, staring the ref down during the TV timeout. Wouldn't take his eyes off. him. I love Stilock, man. He's yeah. a fucking like head kick in a good way. It was, it was, I remember seeing this now because I saw like the third period. It was uh, Ty Delandria's goal or something, or is it Luke Glendening? What I don't remember. It was the goal in which the guy ended up running into Stalock, like right as it happened. He could have completely turned the other way, but he turned right into him. And then that's when Stalock was like pissed about. And then Connor Murphy got in a fight with Ty Delandria. I think he was the one that actually ran into him and he actually fed him some fucking good punches too. Yeah, so um, it's hard to hard to do anything when you're putting up 18 shots against the the stars, but the stars are a fucking beast right now um, in the central. Uh, then came Thursday against the the St. Louis Blues. Um, again, did not watch this. <laughs> um, Blue, Blues uh, won their sixth game in eighth or six win in eight games for them, and then this put the Hawks to seven straight losses. So. One time I was hoping they would win, especially with Bennington and that, um, but they don't pull it off. Um, you got anything for this one? I, I honestly, whenever the we play the Blues, I just want them to smoke Bennington, but then still like end up on the L column, which yeah. almost happened the previous game when they definitely chased him out of that net, but they still came away with the dub. Um, I feel like I'm just like running all these games together because I know I watched this one, but I, I can't think of anything like noteworthy. I think Boris Kachuk's goal was like, uh, for whatever reason, he's got like two or three highlight goals on the year. He's got five goals. So <laughs> I just remember the one against Boston, the one where against Boston where he turned the defenseman inside out and then just like ripped it fucking like far side. And then I think this one he does like a little toe, like a toe Wasn't drag it, or something. Was this? I don't think this was the one, but I don't know. Was that the one where he stick lifted the defenseman like right in the high slot and just went right right around him? Yep, it's this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just we'll just watch the the replay real quick too because he stick lifts him, pulls it like toes yeah. it around him, goes backhand, pulls it back forehand, and has wide open yeah. net. That was and, gross. Yeah, that's the kind of shit like in a loss like that. Like that's the kind of shit you want to see. Like these these guys that you're gonna have in the next couple of years, like showing it's, their skills. It's and, been like at- stick lift too. Like that's that's what you want. Like the the little shit that fucking adds up. Ever since the trade deadline, Boris Kachuk has just been a completely different player. Yeah, like he started the year like playing not every game, like being scratched some games. And then all of a sudden in March, like they're like, oh, we trade away Patrick Kane and Kachuk's like, now's my time. <laughs> Somebody's got to step up here. You're talking about BK or talking about PK88, more like BK14. <laughs> can you can you imagine if he turns out to be like a solid player? So it's like we get Radish, we get Boris, plus we get two first round picks all in the Hagel trade. Yeah, and then oh my god, then Hamba gets knocked out first round against the Leafs this year. Yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> <something> special. <laughs> It'd be something crazy. Yeah, I mean, 
are both first round picks we have from Tampa top 10 protected or is it just the first? Yeah, they both are top 10 protected. Not that they're going to fall that far. I was just curious. (laughs) Stupid, but ain't ain't that stupid. I mean, they're, they're guaranteed to not like, I mean, we're guaranteed to get their pick this year because they're already clinched. But yeah, next year it could get pushed. You never know because like with injuries and anything can happen, but next year it could get pushed to 2025. That team, man, they have just been too good for too fucking long. I mean, I feel like a lot of this team is still built from the Eiserman like GM era. So we'll see like once all of his like picks kind of go away with especially how Breezewise so cavalier with the way he trades away picks like six, six picks in a player for Tanner Janot, but Jesus, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and fucking Nashville trades all these guys. They're sellers at the deadline, and they're still making a push for their fucking playoffs. I don't, dude. I crazy. how funny would it be if they pass the Jets for a fucking wild card spot after trading Nito and Ryder? Jets are come. Yeah, they traded oh, the Nito yeah. Ryder and, and are just like, here, this is the reason why we're losing. And then the Jets <laughs> are like, thanks. <laughs> like, we'll go ahead and just be terrible now. Yossi hasn't played like. A- for the past like two weeks too, like they're they're really shorthanded. And they're still some. Shane's been out. Jo- Johansson's been out. Forsberg's been out. All those guys are out. Uh, yeah. I mean, no got traded. Nina Ryder got traded, and like that's the time that they're starting to shine. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, it's like uh, was it? It's like Philip Philip uh, Tomasino has been like really stepping up. Uh, who's the other guy that's been kind of carrying him a bit? Luke Evangelista. I think he's got some good stats over the last like few weeks. Um, fuck, there was like one other guy, yeah. I'm trying to think of who it is, too. This is why I love hockey like, anything can happen, you know. Like, it's not like every other sport. I feel like once you got a team that's like no superstars on it, like, you know, they're gonna suck. Hockey, you can still fucking pull it, pull it off. It's un- oh, yeah, it's amazing. Well, it, it. it also helps that Saros has really stepped it up from yeah. like the beginning of the year, too. Do you think, uh, do you think Barry, uh, Novak, he's been playing. Oh, yeah, Thomas Novak. He's got 45 games and fucking 38 points. Yeah. Who, who, um, the, who the fuck is Thomas Novak? <laughs> do you think Do you think Barry Trotz is like, fuck, I was really hoping you guys would fucking start tanking right now, trade all these guys away, and you set me up for a nice pick next year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they not only did they trade everybody away, but they also just got rid of Eli Tolvanen, who was, like, tearing it up in Seattle, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even get rid of him. They – he got put on waivers and he just got yeah. snatched up. Yep. Hold like that players. might be on me. He goes, that one's going to be on me. He, he even, yeah. He even <laughs> said, Do you think that's the reason why he was like, I think I need to retire. Like that one slipped past me. This is the one time somebody got the, the upper yeah, hand. I don't know. Cause that one, that, that seemed like out of nowhere, that retirement. Like, I don't think there was ever like any situation like, that that was coming. It was like trots wants to be a head coach that leads to a GM. And he also just bought a house in Nashville. And Poyle's like, well, you could just take my job. It's cool. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. This Tolvanen thing really fucking threw me for a loop. <laughs> Keeps him up at night. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> they lost yeah. to St. Louis. St. <laughs> yeah. Louis dropped that one 5-3. Then they were back home at the United Center. Um, this was a big game just because uh, the sole reason and Mark, the return of Jonathan Taves to the lineup for the first time since January, I believe, or no, December, yeah. right? No, it was January 28th, I think. January 28th? Uh, yeah. So, one, it was good to see him back in the lineup, too, kind of getting the vibe. It's the farewell tour for him a little bit, just the way he's talking, whether it's a farewell tour from Chicago or his NHL career. Still to be seen, but you know what? 
having the captain play at least one more home game. Who knows what happens after this, but um, yeah, he got his at least one more home game in, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but that didn't really matter too much because this game was uh, it was still pretty close. Um, Hots at one point did go up two to one, and then Tyler Johnson scored his uh, third goal in three games uh, to tie it up. And then Lucas Reichel, who has just been a fucking beast since getting the full time call up with with, uh, with the big club, put his six away, six goal of the way away. Nice little, nice little tip. Yeah. Um. New Jersey ties it up, takes a lead going into the third. Um, Ryan Graves gives the two goal lead. Anthony Anthony the CU gets it within one. Timo Meyer scores and Taves gets an assist on that too. Yeah, oh, yeah Taves on it, that. Yeah. That was a pretty funny one because he, uh, it, it's like he attempted the backdoor pass tip in and it went wide. Play got regrouped and then went right back to Taves and just the exact same thing. And then that one actually ended up going in. It's like, yeah, let's just replay that one. But it was nice to see Taze get on the board, like, first game back. I mean, he seemed pretty excited that he got on the board, too. Oh, oh yeah. You could tell, like, everybody was happy for him. It's just, it's nice. It's nice. Like, knowing, yeah, knowing what he's done for this franchise and all this kind of stuff, and it's like, how can you not be happy for the guy? Like, in general, hockey fans, like, you've got – it's got to be one of those things that no matter what your opinion are of the Hawks and all that kind of stuff – Taves is one of those guys I feel everybody can get behind and all that. So, well, not only that, but like we were talking about a while ago, like not many of the guys from that, like those Stanley Cups have been able to like walk up, like take retirement on their own. Like, yeah, just getting handed to all these guys, like Hosa with this skin disorder, Seabrook with all his injuries, um, like all these guys, and it's like Taze and Kane were the last two, and now it seems like Taze might be getting handed it to him when he, you know, he could still probably play. But like this long, like lasting COVID and his immune disorder, like all that's just taking too much of a toll on him. So it's like seeing him be able to come back. It's like I hope he can just kind of go out on his own, like yeah. in a happy place. Or yeah, it's very, it's very. Like again, his, his situation is pretty reminiscent of like Hosa's. Right, it's like it's not his, it's not as much like his want to quit, but it's like the disorder, like the skin condition, like that kind of like things that he just runs into that you can't prepare for. You know, like there's nothing you can do in your entire career to keep you from like not having that happen. Whereas like trying to prevent concussions is like, yeah, you try not to get hit in the corner, like that's fine. Try not to blow your knees out. Try not to fucking rose of all your ankle around. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like one of those things you can't predict and you can't prevent. So it's just fucking rough as shit to see like one of the best captains like in the NHL just go down that way. At least he's going to go out knowing like potentially going to his last game, knowing it's his last game where, yeah, yeah like say, oh, yeah, well, even Keith, even I know Keith kind of went out on his own terms, all that kind of stuff, but there was still, dude, he got nudged by Edmonton to retire. That's... Right, yeah. but I'm saying though, like he, he, even he didn't know what, like what was what was going on until like right. after he made the decision. So it's like he didn't even get that, like okay, this is my last game feeling kind of thing. So at least hopefully, Taze is going to get that and he's going to soak it in. And if it ends up being the last game of the season in, against Philadelphia in Chicago, I mean that game is going to be a fucking must see. Like, oh yeah, I think it's also just incredible that it's going to be against Philadelphia since that's the team they broke the cup streak against, or yeah. the the coupleless streak against. 
does he go down as one of those players like despite of i know he, all the success he's had with the team as a team player but like because of his injuries like like he's had concussion issues he's been the the sick missed the whole season does he go down as one of those players that if you can redo the career kind of thing like like what could his career been kind of like you know crosby is the same thing it's like where where would he be if he had a full career yeah like if he wasn't hampered with like injuries and stuff yeah. like that i mean it's it's crazy to think that because like the first half of his career is just so goddamn incredible well and i i don't know if you i don't know if you can because like i think by the time like things that like really got out of control for him where he was missing a ton of games it was more so like when the hawks started to not be good i mean i know yeah. like what 2013 he got a concussion but it, um he was able to come back like against the bruins and like score a big goal like the next game that he came back like he was yeah. still able to like produce as well as he did he was still um captain serious and um all that but i don't know i feel like most of the stuff that's like been holding him out it's like okay well stay out because we stink and just come back healthy and hopefully by the time you come back we're good but now it's like you don't even know if he's gonna come back fully yeah. well it's crazy because like in 2018 2019 he had one of his best point scoring seasons ever mm -hmm. and that's like still kind of in the decline of the hawks right that's where yeah because that's where i was so excited going into the next season because i was like all right like you know taze is looking good and that's that was such a thing to build off of going into the next year and then yeah i think that it was, was it was kane to yeah. and taves all being basically a point per game player and it's yep. like fuck yeah and then you get into the covid shortened season and you're like what is happening <laughs> Yeah, and then Taze is out for a year, and then, like, but I, I don't think him being there that whole year he missed would have changed much. Right. Right. I just wonder what it would be like if that if that COVID didn't happen. We finish out that season where he's almost a point-per-game player again. Even if they're not, like, playoff-bound, like, you're still building on that, and, like, where he gets you're, traded. You're not, you're not. Kind of pick we end up with. Who yeah, gets you're. Hermit, Hermit, but, Hermit. but he's also not like possibly hanging them up right now because of right. like diseases, right? Like, yeah. It's crazy what yeah. two years does. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, if, if he was fully healthy and I mean, not even if he was a point per game, but if he, he was just fully healthy, like any team, him second, third line center with his, stats at the faceoff dot and how he can kill penalties power play like all that shit like he would have been ideal second third line center for any any team going for a run right now oh yeah so we were saying we imagine were saying him on colorado like every, the rumors were maybe him colorado could you imagine adding him to that lineup oh you would, would want him to toronto stupid. too like you put no, him that's too <laughs> you put him on any third line team that he doesn't have to be the guy the the one c type of situation not only are you potentially getting vintage uh taze back because it's like he's not putting as much wear and tear on his body he's not putting up the big minutes and it's like people were still saying like oh no no no, he's not worth it he's not worth it dude up until the point where he couldn't play anymore he was still one of the top face-off guys in the league like yeah. he was per he would be the ideal guy for a big face-off in a key moment no matter what situation in the playoffs in the playoffs like i don't understand why people don't i don't know if it's just like the bias of us being hawk fans or what but it's like same thing with Kane. Like, I just don't understand how people don't realize how good these guys are just because yeah. they played for the Hawks. Well, even I mean, just like, coming, I was gonna say, even just coming back in that New Jersey game after two months off, he still gets 67% at the dot. <laughs> crazy, really? It's crazy, dude. 
it's just like anybody on a bad team they just assume that that player is not playing well it's like no like like you do th- you think Johnny Goudreau is like not a good hockey player because Columbus is one of the worst teams in the league no he's still a fucking great player dude I'll Clayton Keller player. he fucked me over Clayton Keller is a perfect example he's putting up what almost 90 points yeah <laughs> it's fucking insane oh and he broke God. his leg last year did he break his leg last year yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure at the end of the year he broke his leg Jesus Christ. He yeah, did Clayton say Clayton Keller is insane. He did say in his tweet when he broke his leg that he'll come back better than ever, and he wasn't lying. Yeah, yeah it's like just because these guys aren't putting up, like, points, it's especially, like, for a guy like Taze, it was never really the points for him. It was the little shit that he did. I mean, I just, like, it sucks that he's not going to be in the playoffs. Like, seeing Kane yeah. go under the Rangers and, like, it's I'm so happy that him and Panarin are back together. You know, him on I'm playing at MSG, it's so exciting. It's gonna be so much fun to see playoff Patrick Kane again. But playoff Jonathan Taze, like he was the guy for, I felt like for yeah. in the, some of the biggest situations. I know Kane has some of the biggest game winning goals, but I feel like Taze was always one of those guys that got like the game tying goals. Like yeah. he didn't get all the accolades because he wasn't getting the game winners, but like yeah. he was doing all the little shit to get that game tying goal to happen. There's the one in 2015 against Anaheim that's like game six, and it's like in the he scored the, the, yeah. like the last seconds of the period of the third, and he scores from the fucking corner, like yep. five hole. You're just like, how does he do it? And then <laughs> he scored two goals. I think he he won the, it, one of them was the game winner in that one. Yeah, because they scored like six goals in the first period. Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> insane. Yeah, like adding that kind of guy just to a locker room, like it it's just the little things for him that yeah he does away from the ice or like not putting up points but like it's just you know people just don't pay attention to how to win he's won at every single level that he's played in he's got gold he's got ncaa championship he's got world juniors olympic like yeah stanley cup the only thing he doesn't have is the calder trophy because he never fucking was bad like not bad enough but he just was never playing the ahl that's the only thing only level he's never won in so hey maybe rockford find a way to get him out there i don't know like Yeah, yeah. Get playoff games, Rockford. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think his, uh, his cap hit is down there? Do you think he's still making that 10 mil? <laughs> yeah, can you send him down for the playoffs? I don't think so. <laughs> Teach Reichel what it's like to be a leader in the playoffs. Be hilarious. Oh, man. But, yeah, so the Hawks 0 for 3 um, over that last week of games. Uh, Looking good in that 0 for 3, though. Yeah. Eight-game losing streak. Uh, they are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And as we mentioned before, they are last in the league with 54 points. Um, San Jose, who is hanging down there, is playing, playing fucking unreal. Three in a row they've won. Um, so right yes. now we got the Bedard sweepstakes favorites right now. But we all said this before. We need top two to guarantee a top three pick. So you need to be you need to be num- like last place to guarantee top three. It's not top two anymore. No, because if you come in like second to last, you get pushed to fourth. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Top, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. The most you can drop is two spots. So top top one. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Also, you, also being in last gives you like a quarter of percent of, or like 25% of the chance of getting them. So, so let's fucking go. Let's keep this so, losing streak alive. It's also crazy. San Jose, like they just hit 20 wins. Like they've had more points than the Hawks, but they were at 19 for the longest time. And it's because they have 15 overtime losses. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, they <laughs> now, but like they literally they were at 19 for the longest time and still were out like had more points than like two or three of the teams just because of all overtime. Yeah. God damn. They're in like every game, but yeah, it's just those overtime. They've been to they've been, been to overtime like, 21 times this season. Yeah, it's fucking insane. <laughs> That's hilarious. Do you imagine if like half of those didn't go to overtime how many less points i mean that's basically just 11 points yeah right yeah they would be like be very 48 maybe pushing for colorado's worst fucking season <laughs> of all time hey man that's what happens when you got eric carlson having a monster season on a fucking shit team dude oh that sucks that he's he's back to eric carlson and he's on that fucking garbage of a hockey team yeah <laughs> get wasted over there well, I mean, he'll probably get moved soon. Off season, I'm sure. Fewer fewer years left on the deal, more teams will be willing to take on more, more of that contract. Imagine him and Edmonton. That would be stupid. He'd have like just he'd have over 100 points like already. Easy. He'd be pushing like 120 probably. Anyway, uh, back to Hawks talk before we just get going on like Sorry. all the playoffs. Uh, six, I mean, we do this all the time. Yeah, basically <laughs> what I was saying that was going to say there is just six games left for the Hawks this season. They got Calgary as we're recording, um, then Vancouver, Seattle, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and then also, Philadelphia Flyers to wrap it up. Calgary, are you talking about where they're sitting? Calgary's streaking right now. Yeah. So they're they're getting they're hot, but the it's funny because the Hawks have beaten them twice in the two matchups that they've had. And so they, we've got Calgary's number this year. Five to one the last time they played in the Saddle Dome, too. Yeah. So it wasn't so even close. I don't know if Calgary's gonna be able to get revenge or if the Hawks are just gonna fucking manhandle them again. But you know, here's hoping that like we come up with a regulation loss. <laughs> it's a it's a must win for Calgary. They're two points behind Winnipeg for that last spot. Um I don't know. I think Seattle's pretty much a lock. They're close, but not not quite. Yeah. They could if they fucking falter. I mean, it's it's good for them that the teams that are chasing them right now also don't have like the greatest like last ten game record too. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> it's like nobody wants to make the playoffs out of those teams. Yeah, it's God. Edmonton is nine zero and one. Wheeling. I am not really looking forward to watching the Western Conference playoffs. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Eastern East side oh, because I'm pretty excited the- for the Western side. Like I, I don't know. I the way Edmonton's playing, yeah, they're fucking rolling right now. Dude, they can actually well, they could end up in first. They could, and then that gives us a great matchup of Vegas versus LA in the first round. I would love that, dude. Jonathan Quick story. (laughs) LA, they're sneaky right now. They're playing so well, and Corbisalo has let up hasn't let up more than two goals in a single game. I don't think like his his stats with them has been have been unreal. Like, yeah, he's going to be a great player for them going forward. And his not only that, but like. In that bubble when he played in Columbus, yeah, he stood on his fucking head in those playoff games in that bubble. Like, he's a gamer. I think that's gonna be. Was it him or was it Merz Leakins that was doing that, or was it both of them? I think it was both of them. And Corpus Allo, like when he was in, like he he played really yeah. well. Like LA's a sneaky team, man. They they're fucking they're deep, you know. Yeah, they don't they don't have they don't have like that that superstar like, but they've got. 
the depth kind of like Seattle, but like their depth is more superstar like yeah sense. They're just solid all around. They really uh, was there anything else for Hawks talk? Because let's just get into the fucking um real quick. Um Tyler Johnson two points away from four hundred um for oh, his yeah. career. And then did you want to do three stars really quick? Oh sure. Tyler Johnson's number one because he's got three goals <laughs> in three games. Or he's got a goal per game in over the last week. And then uh I don't know, man. For his assist. Taylor Radish, he would he is huge. Uh did Wyatt Kaiser get his first point? Yeah, Wyatt Kaiser got his first point. I don't know. He could be three. It was there wasn't a lot going on. Right. Asanasiel had like a decent week. We'll, we'll go Tyler Johnson, Taylor Radish, and Wyatt Kaiser. Yeah, why not? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NHL talk. Um we can get into the playoffs really quick, but let's just do this then. Let's do our team and player of the month. Um, with a special edition with Noli added right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, well, let, let Noli go first. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Don't let me go first. I was gonna say I don't think Noli's ready. <laughs> All right, you no. go first, Tanner. Uh, player of the month. Uh, it's. I mean, it's just I would just always skip Connor McDavid, but. But he had 29 points in 15 games. It's so stupid. stupid. But it's I mean, even, it's not even like that good anymore. It's like you can probably do better than that, right? Well, that's what yeah. I said earlier in the season. It's like I was, it was like the dry cycle and his numbers were like, oh, they already have a combined this many points. It's like, well, is that even impressive? Because it's just what we yeah. expect from these guys now. Yeah. But it's like now it's like okay, McDavid, you're you're impressive, but now it's like, all right, dude, just do this every month then. Just hit 70. Come yeah, on. just do it. <laughs> Dude, he's what? He's only like two points, three points away from 150. Yeah. He's like 148, I think. Yeah. 146. 146. Oh, okay. Yeah. So four away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe two if he's not feeling onto it. Yeah. Maybe. He'll like, get what? three. He'll get three and then three instead. Are you going McDavid? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to. I think I might actually just go Clayton Keller because he's both oh, 24 and 16. <laughs> Or I can go a goalie. Let's let's find a goalie. I don't really go goalies too often. Um, let's see. Sorry, one second. Let me just pop in stats here. Stuart Skinner, 10-1-1. That's disgusting. Uh, Shesterkin had a 9-3-2 save percentage over 11 games. That's crazy. I'm going to go Clayton Keller. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go McKinnon. He's been having a fucking sneaky good year in this month too. Twenty four points, ten goals, fourteen assists. Yeah, I mean, he's he had a late start, didn't he? He didn't play. He hasn't played every game. No, he missed a good chunk. You were saying yeah, what? Were you saying like fifty nine po- or like at, at one point he was like fifty nine games and he was at almost at ninety points or something like that. He had oh like maybe. A- he yeah, had like one point six five goals per or points per game or something like that, and then I was like, "Yeah, but like compared to McDavid, he's got one point nine. He's got yeah, he's got ninety seven points in sixty four games, so that's kind yeah, of disgusting. That's, that's, that's fucking unreal, man. He's on a mission actually this year to do it all over again. Yeah, he oh. wants to repeat. He wants to. I mean, he wants to follow in Crosby's shoes. Like Crosby repeated. He wants to repeat. Like. Well, he's he got Crosby to get hammered again. So <laughs> well, now he's got to wait what, like, seven years before you can repeat. Yeah, pretty much. Or you can just do. He can like close the book and just like wait, whatever it is, like seven years to get like his last cup. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be like one, it'd be and then repeat, and then a repeat, yeah. and then one. Yeah. Sorry, Jam. Go ahead. 
Oh, I took so I got took McKinnon. So who are you taking, Oli? Uh, Matt Boldy. Kids. Oh shit! Yeah. It up. <laughs> Ever since Kirill went out, he had two hat tricks. Like he's got like seventeen points, I think. Or he got twelve like goals in fourteen games in the month of March. Yeah. <laughs> That's that went out. He's been lighting it up, man. Yeah. Can somebody tell me how this works out? Where Minnesota is the broker for two different deals on taking on cap. And then they're ending up in almost first place in the central. Do you know, do you know how many bets I've lost after Kirill got hurt? Be betting against them. Cause I'm like, there's no way they're going to score tonight. And then oh, right. a, a hat trick and then another hat trick. And I'm like, where yeah. the fuck is all this offense coming on? Reeves, Ryan Reeves gets like three goals in like four, <laughs> a span of four games. Like what Dude, the fuck? Kaprizov's just holding them back. He's, he's just taking up all their juju. He's got to be. He's got the puck too much. Maybe that's why. Could be. Right. Uh, Team of the month. Games? Team of the month. Oh, okay. Got to go Edmonton. All right. Yeah, they, they had a nasty march too. I mean, they're just on a tear. Can't stop them right now. Noli? Uh, I'm going Colorado. They're, they're, still- they're the same. <laughs> they're starting to get healthy, and they're – they're just rolling now. They're like, they're they're still missing Landis Cog. I know he's, he's gonna roll to into the playoffs. Out, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's gonna roll into the playoffs like Kucherov style, and then fucking just be a menace. I also have a future on them to win the division, so nice. I just want them to keep rolling. They have a chance, man. They have they they they're they're they're, they're gonna finish super hand, strong. Dude, they're right they're only, there. They're only two points back with two games in hand. So I mean, it's oh yeah. They have back-to-back have... games against the Sharks right now, so. <laughs> oh God, yeah, they're they can do it. Um, and it hates me, it pains me to do it, but I'm taking Minnesota. Fucking unreal month. It's, I, especially since we were just talking about with like Kaprizov yeah. not playing, like any the of fat those too, games. Yeah, and the fat too. It's like everything was going against them this season, and look what they're doing. They they're in cap hell. They are fucking yeah. taking on more cap for other teams, and they're still finding a way to do it. I mean, it's. They traded away. They traded away Talbot because they took. They traded for Flurry the year before, and the guy they traded Talbot away for is now the starter. And yeah, Gustafson. Like, yeah. and he's been unreal. It's like none of that makes any sense on how it's working, but it's it's just working. Hate it's it. just it's just something about them that like they've gotten the most out of their guys. It's just really worked out. It's like oh. fuck, fucking uh-huh. a bud. That's our team and players of the month for uh, March. Um, yeah, so, all right. Free talk. What do you want to do? Playoff? Yeah, well, let's see. Like, what's the playoff picture looking like right now? Oh, my God. You There's only to... three spots open right now in the West. The East is literally all locked up besides the wild card. Oh, my God. We yeah, do have our first matchup locked in for sure. Yeah, just not sure who's going to be the home team. Right. It's Toronto versus Tampa, which was a fucking awesome first-round series last year. Yep, and Justin Hall had to fucking get an interference ball, John Tavares' goal. <laughs> Going to game seven. Thanks a lot, Justin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as of right now, if the playoffs were to start today, it would be Boston versus Pittsburgh. Toronto versus Tampa, Carolina versus the Islanders, New Jersey Devils versus the New York Rangers. I fucking love the Rangers and Devils first round. The Devils yeah. had the Rangers number like all year, I feel like, too. I think they were like 3-0-1 oh, against them this year, or 3-1-1 yeah. maybe, something like that. 
it's gonna be a fun fucking series. I'm happy that the Devils are actually good again. Like I know they they need. I feel like that like that area needs that. Like all three, like the Devils, the Rangers, and Islanders could make the playoffs. That'd be crazy. I Who just... the fuck is this Thomas Novak kid? He's got two goals already in this <laughs> in this Predators game. They make it's like almost a point per game like this year. I Dude, really, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I really want to get on like the Devils bandwagon for the playoffs, but the yeah. fact that there's that first round pick condition with Kane and them going to the conference finals, it's like I feel like I can't cheer oh, for them unless they knock yeah. out the Rangers. And then it's like, okay. But it's like I would love to see New Jersey go on a run. Honestly, uh, yeah, them making the playoffs this year, playing the Rangers, like go Rangers, and then next year Devils go on a run because that's um like I, I just I I like the Devils too. Like they have a fun yeah. It's hard not to cheer for those guys. Yeah. Jack Hughes is, un- is unreal. Like he's finally coming into his own. Are they gonna have Luke Luke Hughes step in once the Minnesota or once Michigan's done with the final four? I haven't four? heard anything about it. I wouldn't. I mean honestly, why why mess with what's going on though? You know? But what if it makes you better? He's supposed to be one of the better of the three. Like they're yeah. saying that he's like who so who on their D core would you take out? That's a let's see. I mean, even just having if you sign them and you have them like just there. in case of injury. Yeah, yeah that's true. Right? Like no way he's gonna try and run it back again next year at Michigan. I mean, you saw how like when Quinn Hughes stepped in, like he was almost a Norris or not a Norris, sorry, a Calder. He was a Calder nominee, wasn't he? It was Adam Fox that was out like like bumped out of those three. And then, I mean, Jack Hughes stepped right in the NHL. It, like, took a year or two, but he's a fucking monster. The guys that, especially defensemen, like, the guys that, like, take the extra year in college, it helps so much with their development. I mean, look oh, at, yeah. like like you said, Hughes. I mean, look at McCarr, like. Yeah. Especially for D, like I said. Like, those those guys need that extra. Just because they're so tiny. Like, the, the guys you're going up against are so much bigger compared from college to the NHL. Like, you need yeah. that extra couple – just to build muscle on yourself and that skill. I mean, look at what happened. Like Rasmus Dahlin's finally coming into his own. Like he came in really early and he's just, everybody's like, Oh, he was first overall. And now it's like, okay, this is a first overall type player. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's nasty. Yeah. Uh, Adam Fox too. He was a, he yep. was an NCAA kid. You gotta like, people have got to learn. You gotta let these defensemen like mature a little bit and give them a little bit more time. Like, like, yeah, like you can't fucking just throw them in right away. <laughs> like they take a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a harder game to play, honestly, defense than it is for a forward coming in the league. If we're being honest, but and oh, I mean absolutely. it's it's. I feel like you can get lost more as a forward. Like Jack Hughes, like his first couple of seasons, like weren't the best. But I mean, he was still playing like decent hockey. But like the team was also not you get not super great, right? Like but you, him and him and Nico Hiche coming into form like at the exact same time is disgusting as a one-two center punch. It's like Jesus and then, Christ, and going out and I mean honestly, Thomas Tatar like he's he went on he went in the, to the final with Montreal and he was one of their better players. Like he's he's been pretty solid. It, that's a good veteran to have. I mean, you added Eric Halla, you traded for Timo Meyer. Like those are all really great fucking key pieces for to build around Hiche and Hughes. Dude, I'm just looking at Luke Hughes' stats right now in Michigan this year. He had 47 points in 38 games. Is he a freshman or a sophomore? Uh, I think he's fresh. No, sophomore because he, he, sophomore. he played yeah, last year. 
I was gonna say they wanted him to leave, and he was they didn't. That's right. They win the national championship. He wanted to go back and win it. And then so they, I mean, over. they could win it. That'd be pretty sick. Him, Fantilli, Nazar. Yes. I like, think how they, did that team not win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how did they did they they didn't win it like the year before when they had like Owen Power and fucking Maddie Beniers. I know. Minnesota's pretty good this year. So I yeah. mean that's this weekend too, isn't it? Frozen four. It's Thursday. Yeah. They're I mean the yeah, the frozen four matchup is on Thursday. And the national championship's gotta be Saturday, I'm assuming then. Probably. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look that far ahead in time. Um Oof. Yes, yeah, New Jersey's a fun the, team to watch. Yeah, they're going to be real fun over the next like ten years, probably. <laughs> like, even just getting Timo Meyer because he's only twenty six, like that just fits in so well. And the fact that him and Kishay are from literally the same country, and some of the only players from what's like they're from Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. And they, like, there's some of the only players from Switzerland, and like that's you're going to get automatic chemistry, like guaranteed. They didn't extend him yet, did they? Uh, he's got no. that huge qualifying offer, so I was seeing like they would offer him like a one year max deal and then go from there, send him from there. But like, you don't have to give him that qualifying offer, right? No, that's just if he doesn't sign anything and you yeah, don't you, want him yeah, to go to free agency, then you just have to qualify. Which, I mean, if he likes it there, and like you said, him and Hurt, he sure figure it out together. Like, why wouldn't he want to just extend? Yeah. I just think it's it's been really funny for the way that their seasons worked out goaltending wise because like for the last few seasons maybe not like last season but they were looking at Mackenzie Blackwood as like the future of the net form and then this year it's just like yeah you're not shit dude <laughs> Vitek Vanacek had a six season and then that Akira Schmid kid had like a he's played just as many games as Blackwood or Blackwood and he's played much better. I've heard some rumors that they might let him just walk. I would I would assume yeah, that's what I would fucking do. Him. How bad do you think Washington feels right now? Like going out and signing Kemper and moving out from Samsonov and Vanacek, and they're both like just the starters for the they're team. both playoff bound too. Yeah. Like I love yeah, Vanacek's story. Gets drafted by Seattle, gets traded right back to Washington. Like, then, yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Oh dude. I just love Tar- that speaking of, had... speaking of Washington, how about like they're not they're done. Are they yeah. have they been eliminated for sure yet or no? Uh, no, so. I can actually pull up the but one they have like they have no fucking chance. They no. have 77 he, points he, right now, and does. Pittsburgh has 86 and they're the second wild card spot. The okay. one good thing ESPN does is they put their team teams that are eliminated. Oh, they actually put like an E. They get yeah, give them the so fucking humiliation. Eastern or Eastern Conference eliminated teams are Montreal, Philadelphia, and Columbus. Okay, yeah, but there's definitely more than that. Western Conference is St. Louis, Arizona, Chicago, Vancouver, San Jose, Anaheim. Washington's also two, two six aren't. and two. The only two that aren't is Calgary and Nashville. Oh damn, yeah, yeah. This that's just as of like yesterday too. A bunch of teams got eliminated yesterday. Yeah, but it's it's so funny to me. Like, I always, I enjoy the fact that like as the Hawks got worse. That like I was more pissed that St. Louis had won the cup and like they were playing well, but now they completely fell off of the face of a fucking cliff. And it's, it's just like this was your time to fucking not have to compete with us. 
and in like Colorado's big like playoff nah, pushes. Nah, I got yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, and then St. Louis is like, we're just we're fucked. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Straight away, our captain again. Like, fuck it. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I mean, not even no. They didn't even trade away Petrangelo. They just fucking were like, we're not signing him. <laughs> yeah. We got Krug and Falk. We're good. Yeah, we get the fuck out of here. Like, we're not signing you. Like, we got Pareko, Krug, and Falk. Also, Pareko and Krug are on our trade. Uh, our trade. Yeah. yeah. Can, we, can we get rid of these guys too? What the yeah. fuck? Do you see Marchand uh, talk about Bennington? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He was. He <laughs> likes the fact that like he's probably the most hated player in the league. Yeah. It's <laughs> me look tolerable or whatever what he said. Or something yeah. Like was, he's always got such good shit to say. It's just I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate that he's gotten funnier. Like yeah. he's yeah. less of an asshole and he's just been funnier lately and it makes me mad. How about the the wild card race in the Eastern Conference right now? So you got Islanders at 87 points, Pittsburgh 86 points, Florida 85, and Buffalo still hanging on there with 81. Um I think Florida and Buffalo are playing right now too. Who is? Florida versus Buffalo right now. Oh, sure. Florida, that's, that's a big two game. Hand on all those teams. That's yeah. a big one. Buffalo's going to be scary if they can fucking find a goalie. Talking about a team that I would cheer for if they were in the playoffs. Oh, man. oh absolutely. Yeah. It's just like come out of nowhere. Oh, just... And, like just seeing – I'm not a huge Eichel guy, and like seeing him leave and the immediate change of everybody on that team on how happy they are to play there, it's like – you gotta think it was probably Eichel in the locker room. It's crazy. Room because it's crazy. I mean, and then adding in um, Alex Tuck, who's from there, who's obviously excited to be there. Like adding in a guy like that, yeah. that very happy to openly happy to be there, which does not happen. Well, it's, it's what's their what's their coaching situation like? Is it who's their coach currently? It's um, I can't think of his name. It's uh, they've, they've yeah, haven't they gone through coaches like? Oh yeah. Recently. He oh, yeah. Granado came in last last year. years ago. Twenty one twenty one twenty two is what it's yeah, so oh, last year's year. first season. So yeah, and, and the players love him. I mean Yeah, that could be a huge that could be a huge reason though too, because I mean oh yeah. Nothing in that nothing in Buffalo was working, no matter who the fuck was there. Oh, they so brought I don't, in I don't know if it's come they brought in a Euro soccer coach the one yeah. year. Oh, like God. what? <laughs> I forget who yeah. that was, but yeah, and Eichel's like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be great." They didn't even come close to the playoffs. They did I their just, annual like ten game winning streak, but they've they've just gotten they've. I think what they've done is they've finally kind of relaxed on like having so much pressure on them to like be fucking something good. Because yep. I mean, now that like, there was the push for Casey Middlesad, who like when he was coming into his rookie season everybody's like he's gonna be the calder trophy like fucking winner and then that was a fucking nothing burger and then they like got jeff skinner to play with eichel they had one good season together and then all of a sudden jeff skinner does his like every other year he's okay fuck it but jeff skinner's absolutely hilarious i didn't know that too so funny (laughs) um but yeah i mean I don't know. Yeah, their youth, their youth is playing a lot better. They're they've drafted pretty well with Jack Quinn and Dylan Cousins. They've fucking made some good moves, like like to get Owen Power or yeah, sorry, but they made good moves like picking up like Alex Talk 
the Tage Thompson thing, I don't think anybody fucking knew oh, that was going to happen at all. He looks he like a, the sick. real deal. Like, and we were t- we were laughing about that contract extension at the beginning of the season. We're like, what are you doing up one a, season? Yeah, it's going to be a real good contract. In like yeah, two- it is. Oh yeah. Maybe maybe Devin Levi is going to be or Levy Levi. Maybe he'll be the future in their net. But I still think that they need they. I I don't understand why they didn't fucking get Gibson. Like they. they- that was I. Oh my god! I completely forgot that we talked about that for like a month because it made too much fucking sense. How did you not yeah. go after him? I don't know. It's especially it's since like awesome. you you need to you're gonna you could make the playoff push. Like you don't need these picks anymore. You don't no. need the picks. You you're have a good right team. Spot. You yes. have a good team. Fucking get rid of the picks. Get the goalie and make your team fucking solid for the next like four or five years. Because Gibson's locked in for a minute he's still. Under, he's got like a good three or four years after this yeah. year still. And he's only at six mil, which is fucking insane. And 6.4 for four more years after the season. Yeah, that, dude, that's fucking no brainer in Buffalo. I mean, and plus, I feel like you let Gibson fucking sit on this shitty ass Ducks team any longer and his, he's just going to rot the rest of his career away because like he's just, you can tell that he doesn't make the big saves like he used to. Like, Last year and like the year more so the year before that, like Ducks were not good, but his stats were unbelievable for how bad they were. And this yeah. year it was like, ugh, man, he just he does not look like he wants to be there whatsoever. He did have a couple like fifty save fucking W's though <laughs> in like well, February. Yeah. Like, he'll be in there, but yeah, like his actual stats. I think last year and two years ago, they were like he was like still nine twenty save percentage. Like it was just yeah. insane. Yeah. Last um, like sixteen wins, <laughs> and he won't he won't turn thirty until July fourteenth. I feel like he's been this fucking league forever. Yeah, but and, at the same time, he wasn't the starter when the Hawks played the Ducks in twenty fifteen, which I mean is almost true. Yeah, Christ, but yeah, yeah. still. Um, but those cups are so far away now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. They're so far away. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, we'll get some more soon. Yeah. Any uh, any other stuff you want to say about the the East? Um, I I still think that Boston is gonna have issues round one. Mm-hmm. I, I it's know. I think I think more so if they play Pittsburgh, just because it's kind of like almost it's it was really starting to feel a lot like the last kind of run for Crosby, Malkin, and Tang. I and. I'd be nervous if I were them playing the Islanders because Sorokin can easily steal a series. And the yep. way that the Islanders is Marcel supposed to come back or no? I don't. I don't know. But yeah. I'd, I'd be really scared playing the Islanders because they're they're playoff like they're built for the playoffs, and everybody knows oh, that, yeah. that shutdown. I mean, Boston's fucking unreal this year, but like, I'd be scared to play the Islanders. They are so close to breaking the the all time record. Was yeah, it wins four wins. They need. They still just they still got smoked by the Hawks. So yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the fuck are the Islanders on that? Oh, there they are. President's uh, President's Trophy curse has been alive. Uh, the last team to win it, twenty thirteen Hawks. Yeah. So most a lot of those teams since then still haven't made made it past the second round. I was actually looking at it, and a lot of the. I mean, not a lot, but I think the past 10 years, it's like four of those. The next year, they didn't win this President's Trophy, but they won the Cup. Yeah, like, I can see that. Colorado. Colorado did. Colorado Tampa. did. Here, Tampa. Here. Like, yeah, it was like three yes. or four of them. And I was like, that was pretty crazy. 
So Did Washington? Yeah. No? Yeah. Washington so. won it in 17. They lost. Yeah. They won the cup in 2018. Yeah. Tampa Bay won it in 19. They won the cup in 20. Colorado won it in 21. Then they won obviously last year. But yeah, three out of the three out of the ten the next year they won that cup. That's yeah. I mean that's I've always forgotten Nashville won the president's cup too. Or trophy. Yeah. They got a banner, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot that they put a banner up for that. Yeah, Let's I see. just love looking at this chart and just always seeing Hawks Hawks. It's the only there oh it says that uh I, or at least on yahoo fantasy because it's like at least somewhat injury updates barzell will start skating this weekend it says what was his injury again uh i don't remember they say yeah, he's been out so long i feel it was it just like lower body injury or something barzell lower body injury expected out uh, expected duration is week to week and that was on the 20th of february Oh, yeah. But he's supposed to start skating this like this upcoming weekend. There's no way if they are in a playoff hunt, there's no way he doesn't make it make it back. Oh yeah. No way. Oh yeah. He comes back this week. Jesus. Because he hasn't played at all with or did he play at all with uh Horvat? Because that trade was before the deadline. I think it was right before like uh, maybe a game or two. Yeah. Because it was right before the all-star break, right? Yeah. So that was early February. It was literally the all-star break. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if this team, if if they get, if they make it into the playoffs as, like, the eighth seed, yeah, Boston could be that's sitting not so fucking comfortably. That's that's the, that's what it's, I want. Especially because of Sorokin, man, like you said. That's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> fuck. I, I would love to see, like, a, a New York-New York matchup, too. And that could happen second round if that if that were the case. And you get Sorokin versus Shesterkin. Oh, that's disgusting. Do you think? Wild. Do you think Carolina at all is in the best situation here? Because it kind of feels like everybody is looking at everybody else, so they might be able to like kind of sneak in there. Hey man, Carolina could fucking end up playing the Rangers first round. You never know because Dev- the Devils are the Devils can hop them. I'm just nervous about like their depth scoring with losing Svechnikov. Petretti playing two games for them. Like if they had both of those, fuck, dude, watch out, man. But yeah, losing see- both of them, that's it's just they're scoring. I know they they don't let up a lot of goals, but like that scoring that is it's it's not there. I feel like whenever you see Carolina about to make the playoffs, whether they're in it or they're about to be in it, you can probably bet on Svechnikov getting hurt because. <laughs> Like yeah, what what kind of shit luck does he have? He's so goddamn good, so and he he gets fucking knocked out by Ovechkin. He gets like leaned on by Chara in the fucking bubble, and then now he like whatever the fuck he did this time blew his ACL out before the playoffs even get started. And she's like one of the best and most exciting players on Carolina. Just like cannot get enough playoff games in. We're talking like in the in the locker room after he got hurt, he was like in tears, like apologizing to Braymore yeah. about I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry kind of thing. Like you got a fucking feel for that kid. I know. And I feel like he's like they're one, maybe if it was two, like game breakers, like that they really need in the playoffs. Like Aho is probably one of him. Like those are their two like game breakers. Yeah. Like not having him is it sucks. <laughs> All right. Man, the East is just going to be so fucking good. 
Yeah. Why I mean, it was a freaking arms race, play. man. It was a fucking. Well, it's not even. Run. It's not even that they have some of the best goalies in the playoffs too. They got fucking Vasilevsky, Shesterkin, Sorokin. Like, I mean, Allmark's having an insane season. Fucking. Who else? I mean, Freddie Anderson he can stay healthy. Vanacek, yeah, Vanacek's having a nasty year. Dude, if the th- the crazy thing about Carolina is like, either Anderson, Ranta, or even Kachetkov can play in that, and they'll be completely fucking fine. Yeah, and one they have sixty four defensemen. I don't understand how they do it. <laughs> also, did you realize that Brady Shea has like eighteen fucking goals this year? Does he really? Yeah, he's got like eighteen goals and eighteen assists. He's like second or third in fucking defensive goals. Um, and you know one of Ranta or Anderson is going to get hurt. So yeah, probably both. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jesus. But no, you gotta watch out for the teams coming from the West because I feel like the teams in the East are just gonna beat the shit out of each other. Like there's I, so yeah. many teams. In, I was gonna like, say it's like the wedding singer. The, the wedding singer like, when uh when they're doing like the Am singer singing his like somebody kill me song and the, the other guy is just in the corner is like He's losing his losing mind, okay. and I am benefiting from it. It's just that the Western <laughs> Conference, they're killing each other out there, and we're just going to coast to the Stanley yeah. Cup because of it. <laughs> like, Dude, I mean, it's just going to be – I feel like the West is going to be a lot more of that, like, probably, like, early 2010s kind of hockey. Not like, – like, actually, you know what? Just, like, pre, like, Hawks skillet it up kind of hockey where it's, like, beat the fucking shit out of each other playoff hockey. Because they don't have that kind of superstar talent on every team besides, like, Edmonton. But, like, if you're Edmonton and you're going against somebody, like, let's say right now they're playing – they'd be playing L.A. L.A.'s not fucking trying to scale it up with you. L.A.'s going to try and Especially murder the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're they're going to be leaning on you. They're going to be fucking hurt, trying to hurt you. And Edmonton's in such a good place, though, for that because, like, obviously McDavid's insanely good. But, like, Evander Kane is just – He's he's not one to be fucked with in front of the net too. It's just like they have they have a lot of depth or not depth, but like they have a lot of like the key role players that like really work together. Fuck yeah, man. it's gonna be another matchup of uh, Edmonton and Colorado in the third round. So if the playoffs started today for the Western Conference, it'd be Vegas versus Winnipeg, um, L.A. versus Edmonton, Dallas versus Seattle, Minnesota versus Colorado to kick things off. Hey, Anthony, see you just scored. From Reichel and Taves. Hey, let's go, Taves. Two points, two games. I think he's back. <laughs> he's back, baby. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, dude. I, Jesus Christ, Dawson Mercer scored a hat trick for the Devils already. <laughs> Five to one, they're beating Pittsburgh. Jesus, somebody's not trying to make playoffs. Yeah, not making that playoff push like that. Must be. I wonder if Tristan Jari's in that. He's been ever since the Winter Classic. He has been consistently hurt and most of the time playing like shit. Yep, he's in that. Yeah. Talk about bad goalies in the East. Who's their other goalie? Uh, Casey DeSmith. Yeah. So, yeah, you got Jari and DeSmith, Bobrovsky, Ukapeka Lukanen, and what, Levy or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're getting in that like eighth spot right there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Boston will have no problem with any of them. Uh, you know what's it's you know what's like fucking hilarious about this Western conference? Like so Winnipeg's just been collapsing, you know. They could completely turn it around because like they were a fucking top they were like first in the West mm-hmm. at like January first. Yeah. And well, they have they have Hellebuck who can just turn play amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it was like 
Connor hadn't scored in like 10 plus games. Shifley hadn't scored in like 10 plus games. Like all those guys were not scoring. And I think last game they, they blew somebody out and like almost all of them got a point. Um, so it's like, yeah, like now's the time to do it. But I mean, Jersey six to one. Yeah. And I don't know, man, they, they've got some shit going on. Have you seen like, who's their coach bonus, right? Rick bonus. Uh, yeah. Rick bonus. And do you see like the interviews coming from his game? Like the, they interviewed two players and they gave like different answers on the same question. And they told Rick about it and he just rolled his eyes and got immediately pissed off. Like there's <laughs> something going on there where like things just don't work in Winnipeg though. Like PLD wants out of course. Cause like why else would he want yeah. to stay anywhere? I'm, I'm sure he just wants to go to Montreal or some shit. Yeah. Um, like they got some underlying shit where like everybody that like plays there doesn't want to end up playing there. So like, Maybe it's just know. because it's in Winnipeg. It could be. Apparently, like they're forever cold. They're just all cold. They can't, they're just frustrated and angry, and it's too damn cold out here to deal with this bullshit. Wait, wait, <laughs> was isn't there something online that like is there is there an airport in Winnipeg? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Was like what was the closest airport to the stadium, and it wasn't even in Winnipeg or something? It, I remember it was something along the lines of like a rumor being spread that there's no airport in winnipeg <laughs> that's why like teams fucking hate going there and shit and, like nobody like, goes to winnipeg huh wasn't that wit on chicklets saying that i don't know if it was him it was on reddit yeah oh. I yeah i thought it was on reddit too but it's just like, yeah winnipeg doesn't have an airport <laughs> <laughs> jesus yeah i mean they they can be a complete stinker or they can fucking steal games because I don't know, man, like what was it last year when it was Dallas versus Calgary and didn't they go seven in the first? It went like seven. It was like two goals scored every game or something like that. Yeah. Because of Jake Ottinger was like, just became a playoff monster. Also, if he does that again, like that team is going to be so fucking like they're going to do so well. Um, she, he was insane and he started the season off that way. He's been playing so good the whole year too. Fuck man. And they would be matched up against Seattle. Seattle's had a good season, but like, I just don't, I mean, do they, do they, yeah. Like they don't have the guy in that. Like, I don't gonna, like Dallas. I think they're phone. Benefit, they benefit playing that week Pacific. Like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Huge, it's a huge factor. Like, I know there's more. Well, they had, had a good season. They're 42, 26, and 8 as of now. I mean, that's a great season. But when you're playing against more weaker teams, you know, like, I mean, it's going to happen. They've been falling off lately, too. Like, they were they were just in first, like, over a month, like, just over a month ago. Yeah, they had a, they had a really good January um, and February, I think. I mean, they just beat Arizona 8-1, to one, but that's Arizona. And they still have a worse home record than Arizona. Well, Arizona's nasty at home. You don't go into the mullet arena expecting to survive. Twenty fourteen and four at home. Like that's fucking insane versus seven twenty four and nine on the road. Um I I think adding Edmonton adding Eckholm is such a sneaky great move because I feel I like forgot they've about always, that. they've needed that shutdown D because their biggest guy was Darnell Nurse and he's more offensive, like yeah, getting Ekholm is such a sneaky great. Also, move. Darnell Nurse is pretty a lot easier to get into the box than like anybody, almost anybody oh, on that yeah. team. 
Oh yeah. And um I don't know. I mean, Darnell Nurse is another guy that's like a Vander Kane. Like you can't in one playoffs coming around, you can't fuck with him. Oh he's yeah. got that Stanley Cup. He went to the final with the Preds. Like he's got that that playoff pedigree. Like it's I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little nervous about Edmonton. Like I I could see them going far and I feel like McDavid. He somehow he's doing better than he's ever done, which is Yeah, it's gonna be scary. Yeah, like he's what thirty points up on the next player, and who's points. also on his team. And yeah. it's just, like, <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? And then New Dude's actually and... close to a hundred points, which yeah, is he's he's got like ninety two or something like that too. Yeah, like it's. I'm just Edmonton could go off this year as long as Skinner can play hockey, like be a goalie. They just, just don't. They don't have Mike Smith. That's it. That's all yeah. they needed. And like they don't, they're not going to let up a goal from the far fucking blue line against Calgary. Like, it's going to be, they're going to have a much better time. I mean, they lost to Colorado, who won the cup, but like they were in the third round with Mike Smith. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're going to do much better. And Imagine I mean, if they like, had cap space and went after Gibson, no, I mean, somehow just- <laughs> like flipped, flipped Campbell to Anaheim. Yeah, they should have. Edmonton kind of falls into that category where it's like, I won't believe it until I see it. Like, it's like, I can, you make the case for them, but it's at the same time, it's like, ah, until it like actually happens. Like, I, I'm not going to think it's going to happen. Like I can, I can see it happen. It's the same thing. Like Tanner's approach with the Toronto Maple Leafs win the first round. Like he's like, until it happens, I'm not picking them kind of thing. Where What do you mean? Like Edmonton, like winning the cup? Yeah. Like Edmonton actually like doing damage going forward yeah. and like i just i mean they made the conference final like what last year two or three times since mcdavid yeah it's like i just I, it's the western conference final yeah you just can't get over that hump and that's like until like see them do it it's like i just i don't know they don't they don't scare me as it's much. gonna be mcdavid scoring like four or five points per game in the playoffs and it's just gonna be like how did he just put up 50 points in 22 games in the playoffs and win the cup like I don't know, man. He's insane. And he still doesn't win the Con Smythe because you <laughs> watch him win, watch him win the Con. Watch Edmonton lose, and it's like the first time that like since a like a year that a player on the opposite on the losing team fucking wins the cup or wins the Con Smythe. Yeah, McDavid put up twenty goals in the fucking Stanley Cup final, but Edmonton lost every game eight to seven. Yeah, <laughs> if he puts up thirty goals through the conference finals, doesn't make it to the Stanley Cup, and still wins the, the West Conference. <laughs> 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 second round has double the points of everybody. The Eastern Conference team wins the cup, and then they just go, "We didn't even play McDavid, but man, we saw that shit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a Can you imagine that phone call, Batman, just like. Hey Connor, you might want to come to this game seven. Yeah, but I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah, you might want to be there though. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna have to strap him on for a second and skate around with the con smite. Shit. Jesus. He uh, he's mad. He's he's insane. God damn, dude. All right. Any other tape? <laughs> wrap this up here. We're going been going a little bit longer here. So uh anything else you want to wrap up with with the Western Conference playoffs? Right as of now. I mean, there's not too much to talk I about. I mean I think it would be I think it'd be pretty funny if Nashville fucking makes it in over Winnipeg or Calgary right now. Especially Winnipeg with the whole need need rider thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be absolutely do they have any games left against each other? Uh I don't know. I'll find out. Okay, I'll pull up their schedule real quick. Yeah, they play on so Saturday. See. 
Yeah, they play Saturday. <laughs> and they play and Nashville and plays play Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. And then they play Minnesota, Colorado. And those I mean, they might be taking those day those days off. Because yeah. resting some players, but we'll see. When Winnipeg and Calgary play tomorrow. So that's mm. they they so all three of them play each other this week. You think the that's schedule pretty, makers pretty were tight. like we're like, oh, thank God! All these playoff like teams yeah. that are content, like fighting your spots have to play each other at the end of the season. They're like, oh, our projections work, yay! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's that works out great. It's it's always so exciting towards the end of the year when that happens because you don't you don't want these like dud fucking games to happen like for those everybody sitting each other and yeah, yeah. All right, Nolan. So so great. trivia. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I pulled up a, a ton of shit. Um, just kind of. So my original thought was I pulled up the stats from all the Blackhawks from the 2000, 2001 season through the 2009, 10 season. Okay. Can you guys name the top five point getters of that decade? That decade. 2000, so from 2000 to 2010. That entire decade, I pulled everybody's stats. Can you guys name the top five point getters? Monte. No. Have a lot. No. No. He's top ten though. Okay, that's good. Um, Eric Daze. No. Also top ten. Damn. Uh, Pet- Petty Petty Kane. Yes, he's second. <laughs> Once in like one season. Well, he started in 07. Yeah. <laughs> Oh seven to twenty ten, yeah. So uh, yeah, sharp. Was it oh eight? Sharp. Oh, it was oh eight oh nine. No. Oh seven oh eight oh eight oh nine oh nine ten. Three years, three seasons, yeah. Uh, Sharp's third. So Kaner had two. Kane and Sharp had two hundred and thirty points each. Damn. And Kaner, but Kaner had point nine four points per game and sharp had 0.65 points per game oh, okay. <laughs> jesus oh yeah that makes sense yeah because sharp yeah. was on the team longer yeah. um keith uh he's fifth yeah oh. <laughs> uh, i feel like this is gonna be like one of those like oh shit yeah is it gonna be like adrian o'coin <laughs> like so he didn't no no um Tyler Arneson. No. <laughs> Mark Bell. Uh, was, was Taze on there? I don't Mark think Bell had... was 10th and Taze was 7th. Oh, okay. That was close. And I mean, we didn't, we only had Hosa for a season, so that's not. <laughs> no, finish, yeah. Let's finish the ABC line. Kyle Calder. Calder was 4th. <laughs> yes. hey, who's, who's one? By nine points. <laughs> Jamnoff? No, he was six. So you guys, you guys got nine out of the top ten. <laughs> you can't get one? number one though. Shit. I'm trying okay. to think who. Oh, Cam Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring up Cam Barker. That fucking draft man. <laughs> Ovechkin yeah, right. and Cam Barker. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. The top top three. Oh god. Uh Tomo Rutu. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, uh Amante was 13th, Jerem, and he had 130. So there's your guy. 13, baby. Let's go. Um 
fuck, man. Dude, this is I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little upset when I hear. Uh, yeah, you, you guys are gonna be upset about it. Um, Dustin oh. Bufflin. <laughs> I wish I had 51 points in that one season. Season, okay. And it, it, he was injured too. So, so two thousand yeah, yeah. ten. Also, there's, there's, I mean, there was a lockout year in there, so it was only really nine seasons in there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to think of like big names we've had. You're missing one big name from that era. Yeah, the one that we're trying to think of. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Um, um, also, while you guys think of that, I have the top goal getter was Patrick Sharp. Yeah. He had 116. Jesus. Kaner had. 154 assists. Oh, you can say 115 goals. No. <laughs> what if Rodick still wasn't on the team that era, was he? No. No. Keith had 404 games played. That was the most. Oh, really? Out of, out of all of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pulled points, games played, goals, assists, and points per game. This is the yeah. top guy. Dude, this Number twenty six. This is really upsetting. Oh, Steve yeah. Sullivan. Steve Sullivan. <laughs> yep, two hundred and thirty nine. Damn it! <laughs> Thank God. Like one of the most iconic like goal celebrations, <laughs> not celebrations, but just talking shit to the one guy oh, in the stand. Oh yeah, the Nashville. <laughs> God. Yeah, that, that's a um, good one. Is he a GM somewhere right now? Is he? Uh, I don't know about GM. He was something. He he might have been an interim in somewhere. So he had 0.8 points per game and Kaner had 0.94. Jeez. And he had nine more points than Kaner and 55 more games played. Okay. okay. 53, 53 more games played. I'm trying to look up Steve Sullivan to see the post-playing career. He was the interim uh, general manager of the Coyotes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2020. And now he's just doing nothing. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah. Steve Sullivan, man. Good fucking trivia. Well, I like that. I like that we nailed it all the other. I'm all so glad. All... I was just going for fire. You guys got nailed all top ten. <laughs> Uh, Seabrook's 11, Arneson. Is he really? That's pretty nice. Like Michael Nylander, Bufflin, Rutu, Versteeg, Glad, Campbell. And... Versteeg, top 20. Good for him. And wasn't a lot of guys getting points in the early 20s? Oh, no, yeah. A lot of, not a lot of guys sticking with the team, too. So. Sure, too. Yeah. I mean, Sullivan was only there for three seasons. I think it feels was. like so much longer. And um, then they're from 104. Yeah, 99 to 04. Yeah, so Man. four. And then Kaner was only there for three. I always, for some reason, think that Kaner and Taves' first season was the year they went to the conference final. Oh, I always before. forget about that first year. Damn. Man, oh, man. Well, yeah. All right. That's good shit. Good stuff. Hope, hope you guys liked that. It was Thank awesome. you. I'll start um, trying to think of my next, my next Enjoyed one. Great having you back, Noli. Uh, open invitation to come forever. We got to get poets on here to get for a throwback, all four of us. Yes. For it. Um, all right, episode 218. Tanner, what are you calling it? Back and last.
It's nice and easy. Yeah, I was, I was ready for that one today. Oh, freaking out. I love it. Back in life. His job is to come up with every episode name, and every time we get to it, I'm like, Tanner, what is it? He's like, fuck, I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> I was prepared today. All right, so. You I'm had a, a half hour while you're all right episode 218 back and last check out us on spotify youtube apple podcast five-star review apple podcast uh subscribe to the youtube channel share it uh social media at wcb podcast for jerem tanner and noli uh, we'll see you on the next one bye love you boys bye Thanks. Thanks for listening to the WCB podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jerem and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.